0: Welcome to Carpe Dime, a podcast about personal finance and everyday life. I'm Jamie Davidson, and
1: I'm Dusty Simmons from Financial Center First Credit Union. Thanks for spending your free time listening to us talk about how life and family affect us achieving our financial goals.
0: Well, good to see you, Dusty. What's going on?
1: Yeah, well, Jamie, we're get here to talk today about credit score. You see those words everywhere. We can help you reduce or eliminate debt and help you improve your credit score. We can give you free credit monitoring. We can help you freeze your credit. There are a lot of buzzwords about credit score, but what does that really mean?
0: Right. I mean, to the average person, what yeah, what does that mean? If, what is my credit score? What? How can I freeze it? What can I do to help it? So it, it, there's a lot that goes into that, mm-hmm. and that's really our goal today. And this can get a little deep, but we're going to try to keep it sort of fun, like we we always do, and just sort of give you those tips and, and tricks to hopefully improve that because it's really important that that you know about this
1: and specifically how debt affects your credit score, right? Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: exactly. Not the debt affects your score, and then your score affects
1: your debt, right? It's. Hand in hand. All right, so we should start by talking about debt, right? Yeah, Okay.
0: you got some facts, didn't you?
1: Fat queen always has them. Um, Total US consumer debt is $14.9 trillion. That includes everything like mortgages, auto loans, credit cards, student loans. And that is according to debt.org.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of debt.
1: A lot of debt. A lot of debt. Fact number two.
0: Number two, more than 191 million Americans have credit cards, and 60% of those Americans actually carry a balance Every month on their credit card.
1: Wow. And I'm not so shocked about the statistics, but more that you reported a fact.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Facts go.
1: All right. And number three, the average credit card holder has at least 2.7 credit cards and holds an average credit card debt of over $5,000. And when I say debt, I guess I mean balance, right? Right.
0: That's a balance. Yeah. So, uh, actually, believe it or not, that number's come down a bit recently. It to be higher than that. I think it that. has.
1: I think pre-COVID, it was probably a little higher. Much higher, yes. So, yay, Americans for paying down your debt over the pandemic.
0: Yay, good job.
1: Stimulus checks at work. All right, so why are we talking about debt, and what does that have to do with your credit score and your daily financial life? Jamie, I mean, educate us here.
0: Yeah, well, your credit score directly impacts your ability to get a loan, right? And it's indicating your risk of repaying that loan, so... So
1: credit score equals risk. Equals kind risk.
0: Of. Yeah. It's easy way that was created by a company called FICO, mm-hmm. Fair and Isaacs Isaac Corporation, and they created this score system for lenders like our credit union or banks mm-hmm. to tell you whether or not they should give you a loan, what the risk is.
1: You were so smart. I had no idea what FICO well, you meant.
0: Mean, you know, it used to be a, a history. <laughs> you guys didn't know that. I'm sure you've heard that one before. So basically, you're getting this score and it's telling them if they should take the risk on you. That's part of that. And then the way it's going to affect your, obviously your debt is, if you have a lower score, you're going to have to pay a higher interest rate.
1: Because you are at a higher risk of not repaying that debt.
0: Correct. Right. So that's so what- So
1: higher score equals better equals lower interest rate that you're going to get, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. So the credit score actually is kind of a complicated thing. There's like five elements that go into it, which we're going to tell you about today.
0: Right. Yeah. Actually it actually has five. Mm-hmm. And it's this sort of algorithm and there's no, it's not, they don't tell you like sort of the magic way it's done but they give you the basics for it. So we're going to go over those five basics today.
1: All right, so what's number one?
0: First one is your payment history, and it actually is going to be the the one that affects your credit score the most. It's 35% of of 100% there.
1: 35% of your credit score is made up by the payment history. Correct. Okay.
0: So, you know, the number one is paying on time, so being late.
1: Right, so does that mean like, I paid my bill three days late, 10 days late, 30 days late. How does that factor yeah, in?
0: Actually, when it comes to your score, it starts usually at 30 days.
1: That's when it's considered late payment.
0: Technically, it can be a day late, but that usually doesn't happen. Usually, What's going to happen with that is you're going to have to pay the late fee probably. Right. But they're not going to report you late. It's
1: called a grace period. A grace period, yes. Okay. So
0: the things that are going to kill you when it comes to paying late uh, are 30-day are late, 60 days, 90 days late. And then the last one, the killer is going to collections.
1: Yeah, if they send you to collections, your score is really going down, right?
0: That collection item was actually sort of like a weight and it's gonna just pull down your credit score. Not only is it gonna pull you down, imagine you've got that weight on it in your water, it's gonna pull you down and it's gonna anchor you down. Mm -hmm. So it's really important that you don't go to collections.
1: Okay, so number two, credit utilization, or the amount of available credit that you have that you're using so tell me what that means and what percentage that makes up of your credit score. Okay,
0: so that's the second biggest, mm-hmm. and that's 30%. And what this means is I'm gonna do this real easy because I, I'm not the I smartest like guy in the room. I'm not the smartest guy in the room. So the example is you get your first credit card and they give you a line of credit for a thousand dollars.
1: Okay. Should I should I spend a thousand dollars?
0: You should not. That's okay. a people, that's nobody, a
1: credit utilization. That's
0: credit <laughs> utilization. So if you did that, you would be utilizing a hundred percent of that line of credit. Okay. So you really want to try to keep that maximum at 30 to 40%. Once you go over that threshold hold, your score is going to come down.
1: So I should, I get a $1,000 credit card. The most I should be spending is $300 to $400 on that line of credit at any one time. That's correct. And then pay it off.
0: Pay it off. And there, there's that misnomer out there. Some people think, well, the idea is I go out and I max it out and I pay it off right away. You don't want to do that because it's actually going to bring your score down.
1: Okay. All right. The third one, the length of your credit history. And I'm assuming that means how long I've had a credit card open or a oh, loan open. Right.
0: Correct. And so let me use myself for example for that. My first card I got, I got college. Me too. Nobody taught me these things we're talking about today. So I, I closed it, you know, when after you were, about 15 years. Right. But when I was like 33. When you got a
1: better deal on a credit card. right? Or
0: When I wasn't using it. Mm-hmm. And well, that actually cut my history down a little bit. And what that does is it actually temporarily brings down your score.
1: So what percent of your credit score is made up of the length of your credit history? Yeah,
0: that actually comprises 15%. Okay. So let's go back over this real quick. Payment history is 35%. Credit u- utilization is 30 length of credit history is 15 mm-hmm. and we've got two more left which number 4 is
1: number of open credit lines that you have so that's you know I over christmas I opened a Kohl's card and then I opened a Victoria's Secret card and you know I got now I have that plus my other two credit cards and I have another loan is that good or bad
0: well what we see happen is this a the more you open over the year over a time frame of 12 months your score is going to come down with so you, each one you open each one you open so every time you go and apply for a line of credit whether it's a credit card it's an auto loan whether it's an educational on any type of line of credit your score is going to come down temporarily and if you do it numerous times because you're it's coming down every time you could go from a nice score down to you know not a very good score which right. is then going to affect you later on when you go and you actually might need a loan mm-hmm. for a new auto loan or a new mortgage uh, and that one actually consist of 10%. So it's not that much. Right, but, but it's, it, still, it still affects it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, I, what I tell people with this is you want to try to only apply for two lines of credit maximum per year. Once you go over that maximum of two lines of credit per year, you're going to see your score come down. So try to keep it at two per year. Okay. And those actually fall off after two years as well on your credit report.
1: Okay. And then the last one, which also accounts for about 10%, is the types of credit that you're using. And what do you mean by that?
0: Well, there's two types of credit. There's revolving and there's installment. Okay. So revolving is actually like a credit card. You get a loan. You can use it when you want to. You can pay it off and you can keep using it. It Mm -hmm. revolves.
1: Right. And for those of you who have mortgages, I mean, a home equity line of credit, which a lot of people get, is also a revolving line of credit. It's just a much bigger one, right? Yes, that's correct. So even on the mortgage side, you could have a permanent installment mortgage and a home equity line that's revolving. Yeah.
0: Which uh, that's what exactly you just answered what an installment line of credit is. An mm-hmm. installment line of credit is where you actually have a term on that. Mm-hmm. example would be an auto loan, a mortgage loan or educational loan where you're paying it down to zero and you can't reuse it. Right. When they're looking at your score with that, the whole idea is you don't want 10 credit cards that are revolving and no installment lines of credit.
1: You want some diversity. Diversity. In your debt. Yes. Okay. All right. So let's re- recap those really quick. Payment history, 35%.
0: Credit utilization, 30%.
1: Length of credit history, 15%.
0: Number of open credit lines, 10%.
1: And the types of credit used, 10%.
0: That's right. All right. And if you can just remember those five things, Mm -hmm. you're going to actually hopefully see your score go up.
1: Right, because you're smart about it. Smart
0: about it, yes. Okay.
1: So we've been talking a lot about credit score, but we really haven't defined kind of what those tiers are for good credit, not so great credit, bad credit. So let's talk about it in the in the frame of mind of like a school grade. Yeah,
0: actually it is. It's very much like a, a grade that you would get in school.
1: Yeah, okay, so I'm an A, a plus student. What's my credit score look if like? If you're an
0: A plus student, you're 800 plus. Mm-hmm. We, we call this the unicorn, that's not the norm. You know? I
1: am a unicorn. You are a unicorn,
0: <laughs> yeah. And you know, when you, when you have an 800 plus, you get the best rates. You're, you're going to get – when you see on TV those auto loans at 0% financing for five or six years, mm-hmm. that's for those people.
1: And an instant decision. You can apply and get an answer right away. Very those quickly. are your unicorns getting those scores yes. or getting those loans.
0: Well, yeah, and the great news about this is though we've seen a lot more unicorns lately than we used to see because I think people are getting more aware of, of their credit score and how to actually um, do the right things to make sure it goes up.
1: Okay. And then C students?
0: C students, uh, you know, you're going to get the loan, but this is where the rates you really start to see them take up a little bit more. We're talking now where they're going up in percents. So we're not talking about them going up a tenth of percents. We're talking about them going up a percent. So that person might, so the the A student has the 1.99. This person is going to get the rates probably 3.99, 4.99, depending on where they're getting a loan from. And I don't think I said the scores on that, but I will say the scores. That's from 650 to 699.
1: And the other thing that, you know, having worked for a financial institution, what I know is that when you start getting into these C and D tiered borrowers, you might get a few more questions from your lender about how you're going to repay that loan. And and they want a little bit more detail than just knowing you're a good borrower. Right. right? They're
0: going to ask a little bit more. They're going to need mm -hmm. more of a story there. Right. What's your debt? An example would be they'll pull your credit report and they'll say, well, it looks here like Two and a half years ago, you missed a payment. You were 30 days late.
1: Right. What's going on? And,
0: or, and that happened to a few payments. What happened?
1: Right. Or we see you have some medical debt. Explain right. what your payment plan is yes. for that. Yeah.
0: So you got to tell the story a little bit more.
1: Gotcha. Okay. D students?
0: Uh. Well, you got, we should call them D, D plus. That's 600 to 649. This is credit challenged people. This is going to be much higher interest rates. It's going to be higher to get that loan. You're going to have to tell your story a lot more. They're going to ask for a lot more detail. They're going to ask you to tell us what's going on. They're going to want proof of income. They really are going to need a little bit more there and your rates are going to be higher.
1: And some borrowers are actually going to say no. Yeah, Um, you
0: you will. There mm -hmm. will be some that will say no, but that doesn't mean you're not going to get a loan. Right. You can still get a loan. It's just going to be a little bit more, a little bit uh, more difficult. Right. And this is where we see people, I see a lot of times at this, at this level between 600 to 699 where they go out and they, they they try to get a loan and they're told no at one place and they go out next week and the week again and they start to keep pulling the credit score down.
1: So they're applying at multiple places trying to get that yes, but they're hurting their yeah. credit each time they have their credit pulled. Yeah.
0: This is where you really need to step back and like slow down. And that's where you actually get somebody to help, maybe counsel you on this, right? Mm-hmm. And last but not least, so
1: what if you are yeah a six hundred or below score?
0: Yeah, that's that's considered bad credit. Uh, really, credit scores go from four hundred and fifty to eight hundred plus, and this is where it's going to be difficult. And this is you you might you you're going to find places that will give you the loan, but your interest rates are going to be extremely high. Yeah. Now you're probably not everybody's going to get the loan, but there will be places that will try to give you the loan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just one of those things. What I would recommend to people when you get to that point where you're below that contact somebody out there that's, you know, like myself, that's a counselor. They can help you rebuild this and teach you the steps to take care of this so that your score will go up and you won't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. And here's a great thing. If you have borrowed when you have a low score and you've actually improved on your score and it goes up and it gets into a higher tier, refinance because you're actually going to get a better loan rate. You can mm-hmm. actually refinance a loan you already had and get a better rate on that You know loan.
1: what? I didn't know that you could even do that other except with your mortgage um, until I came to work for the credit union, but you can refinance an auto loan. Yeah, if your score is improved and you can get a better rate, definitely look at refinancing any loan you have.
0: Yeah, always look for the lower rate yeah. and always look to ways to, to help boost that credit score. Mm-hmm.
1: So let's talk about that very scenario we just um, stated. Like, So I go and apply at a traditional bank or credit union for a loan, and I get turned down because maybe my credit is in that D D range, maybe low C. Um, Should I stop there? I mean, you said don't don't go overboard and apply a bunch of different places, but how do you balance where you should stop?
0: What I think you do there, that's where the education process comes in. You actually need to look at what your score is Mm -hmm. and why it's there. And if it's one of those things where it's, you know, you're at a 625, but it's it's gone from a 550 to the 625 in the last six months, maybe go look for alternative lending sources. Sometimes online lending will be a little more lenient that Mm -hmm. way. Uh, What I wouldn't recommend you do, though, I wouldn't recommend you run to payday lenders. Uh, Try to stay away from from payday lending. Uh, Just the the interest rates are astronomical. And And the fees
1: are really high. Yes. Yeah, both. Okay. All right, so we've been talking about credit score and Jamie's come up with four killers of your credit score, things to avoid, right? Yeah, there's
0: four things that you just, that'll kill it. I mean, no matter what, they're going to kill it and you got to keep an eye on it. And that's why you, you monitor your credit score and your credit report. Uh, number one, obviously, is late payments. Right, uh, to pay mention, on time. Pay on time. Remember, don't be late. 30-day lates can bring it down. I mean, I'm talking it can bring it down a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, and number two, collection items. And this is, again, where it gets into that 90-plus days and they've sent you to a collection agency. Don't get there. If you get there by accident or something happens, get yourself out of that situation as soon as you can because it's going to tank your score if you don't.
0: Yeah, what I recommend you do is I I meet with many people and help them with their financial lives, and they come to me when they have the collections, and I say, I wish you would have come to me before you got the collection item. I can still help you. But like I said, that's a weight. It's going to pull you down. Imagine you're in water with you. You've got that anchor just pulling you down.
1: Now, what is the biggest um, type of collection that you see and that could be avoided so easily?
0: Uh, that would be medical debt, actually. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, what happens is you, you end up having an emergency. You go to the hospital and then you get the bill and you go, wow, this is ridiculous. I can't pay this. And you just take it and you throw it over there or you throw it away. And you keep throwing it away or you just act like you don't see it. But you, if you call them, hey, actually, a lot of times, we'll figure out ways to reduce that
1: debt for you. And zero payment plan, those, or zero percent interest.
0: Yeah, and then they'll actually set up a payment plan for you. Yep. But you have to call them and ask. They're not going to call you and say, hey, by the way, would you like for us to reduce your bill? And would you like, you've <laughs> got to actually be your own advocate. Yeah. So before before going to collections over a medical bill, you make that phone call.
1: Right. Okay, so number three, maxing out your lines of credit, and again, that goes back to the don't get the thousand dollar credit card and charge a thousand dollars, right? Right.
0: And let's take it even further. We said the majority of Americans have an average of five thousand dollar credit card debt. So that means that they need to have, you know, over ten thousand dollars in a line of credit so that their score is not coming down. So uh-huh. think about this. It, actually, it's it's more than ten thousand dollars. Right. So that's ten thousand in line of credit. Imagine most of those are probably at a $5,000 or $6,000 line of credit. So it's just dragging that score down.
1: Okay. And then the last one, opening multiple lines of credit or applying for multiple lines in a short period of time. So again, that's the whole, I applied for the loan, I got declined, I went to the next bank or credit union, applied for a loan, got declined, went to the next one. Don't do that, right?
0: Correct. Yes, uh, we see people kill their credit score every year during the holidays. Oh, yeah. Because they're applying for those. Because uh, you
1: think you're getting the good deal. Well, yeah,
0: you go to you're the, you go the, the store. You're 20% discount. You, well, would you like to apply for this? You'd like to apply for that? You get 10% off or 20% off or you get cash to come back. Well, what's happening there is you're actually dragging down your credit score. Uh, it happens with that. And, you know, just don't do it. And like you said, if you get told no at one place, don't go to multiple places. I, I've actually tried to help people before where their score was it was. On the borderline and i'm like do these things and in three months i can help you mm-hmm. and then they come back three months later and their score is lower because they went out and tried to get loans and they were told no and you, you just can't do that
1: okay so four killers of credit late payments collection items maxing your lines of credit and ulti- opening multiple lines in a short time yes now on the flip side we're going to talk about how ways to rebuild or maintain your credit so yeah. you need to work on it here's what you should do. yeah
0: the the, the, the key is first and foremost. So the killer was late payments. So the number one thing I tell people, let's get current on our payments.
1: All right. So pay on time and stay current with your payments.
0: Yeah, that's the first thing I would tell you. Make sure you're paying on time. If you can't pay on time, contact the creditor and let them know, hey, I'm going to be late. Um, is there any way I can pay a portion of this now and then pay the rest of the next week or the week after that? So make sure you're paying on time.
1: Very good. And then second, pay off collection items.
0: Yeah, collection items, like I said, are their weight on your on your credit score and they're just going to hold it down. A lot of times with these collection items, are little things that you wouldn't think about. So say maybe you had a cell phone plan and you switched cell phone plans and you still owe the old company for about three more months on that contract. And, yeah. But you're mad and at them.
1: Yeah. They're
0: mad at you. And you're like, nope, I left you for a reason. Well, you think you're done with them? Well, what happens in this? They send you to collections. They
1: find you in the end. Yeah, they find you in the end. So make sure you're
0: paying off those collection items.
1: Okay. Number three, keep usage of credit lines below 40% of your available credit. We've talked about this a couple times. $1,000 credit line, don't spend more than $400. And make sure you're paying it off.
0: Right, yeah. Make sure you're paying it off. Sometimes the answer is you open up another line of credit to just make that available credit a little bit
1: more. Okay. I
0: wouldn't always recommend it, but sometimes that's the answer. But try to keep it below 40%. You really, if you can get it down in the 20s or the 10%, You're going to see your score skyrocket.
1: All right. And then number four, do not apply for more than two lines of credit per year. And that's everything from credit card to auto loan to mortgage loan, student loan. So think about and be planning what kind of loans you may need throughout the year.
0: And think about this, parents. Remember, when you co-sign on those students' education loans, that actually hits your credit, too. So uh, I learned this, you know, my first one went to college. I knew it, but I didn't, you know, really think about it. So, yeah, it's all those things. It's everything you apply for. Hey, you go buy tires at the tire store, you want a discount? That's going to be a, a hit on your credit score. Kid needs, I need to co-sign on my student student loan. That's going to hit your credit score.
1: Co-sign for an auto loan for your kid? Same thing, right? Right. Okay. Ding,
0: ding, ding. We call them dings in the business.
1: <laughs> I like that. Okay. All right. So, ways to rebuild or maintain your credit. Pay on time. Stay current. Pay off your collection items. Keep usage of credit lines below 40%. And don't apply for too much credit throughout the year that's
0: right Very sounds good. like a
1: pretty easy recipe you know
0: it really does and that's why it's so important to learn it because nobody really teaches it at first i i have so many friends i went to college with and they came out and they were already in in, in debt not debt but they had a bad credit score they in a little bit of debt but they couldn't get the loan for their car they you know it's just i see this with people all the time in their mid-20s they come out and they're like I don't know why my credit score is a 580. And it's because nobody taught them, you know? And it's not just, it's not just young people. It's everybody.
1: So it's a little bit hard to understand at first, but it's kind of like maintaining your weight. Once you kind of know the things for you personally that go into having that ideal weight or having that ideal credit score, you just need to tweak right throughout your healthy
0: habits. Just keep working out, you know, pay on time. Don't get collection items. Don't max out your credit cards. I mean, it's,
1: it happens sometimes. It happens, but just I mean, like just like weight loss, right? You kind of you kind of hit a slump and something happens. But the important thing is to stay on track, get back on track, and get back in those healthy habits right. as soon as you can.
0: Right? Yeah. You know, it's like when I go on vacation. When, you know, I, mm-hmm. I know I gained some weight. When I come home, I need to cut back. Right.
1: And you probably spent way too much money on vacation too. You might have maxed out those cards a little more than usual. Yeah, probably. So some of us got to get your got to get your weight and your and your um, debt and your credit score back in line. on track. Yeah. So, what should you do if you're not sure where to start with working on your credit score, or how? How do I know what my credit score is? Where can I find that?
0: Actually, there's a lot of resources online that you can go to. Uh, you know, I don't. We don't plug a lot, but we talk about apps and Credit Karma is a good one to use. Free. It, it's free. It monitors it for you. Uh, you can go to all three of the bureaus. Uh, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. You can get your credit report. You can also, if you want to pay for your score, it's up to you. I would just look at my report. So there's all different ways out there. Uh, Some credit cards actually have it on there for free. So just, you might actually already have something that does it. You're just not aware of it.
1: Right. Check your bank app and see if if your credit score is available within that.
0: Right. And, you know, if you find you're in a challenge, reach out to, to a counselor to help you. A financial counselor like myself, most credit unions have them. Some banks have them. A lot of community centers have them. They can actually sit down with you and help you figure this out and, that, and work on that. And we love to do that. This is, that's, that's what I love
1: to do. Coaching, that's what we do, right? We want to get you to your best, living your best financial life. Healthy. Healthy financial life. All right. Well, thanks. Anything else? That's
0: it, I think. <laughs>
1: Carpe Dime is presented by Financial Center First Credit Union. It's produced by Jamie Davidson, myself, and Courtney Cooper. Financial Center is a seven-time national award winner in the category of adult financial literacy. And our goal is to help you, Jamie. Improve your
0: financial life.
1: As always. To learn more, visit fcfcu.com.
0: And if you like what you hear, subscribe to iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and the All Indiana Podcast Network.
1: And listen to us every two weeks.
0: Love to have you.
1: See you later. Bye.